welcome to It's the Breakdown Podcast with me, Dee Malone. Here is where we break down the word, relate to it, and then find ways to apply it to our lives. And every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a new episode is available. So make sure you subscribe so that you'll get the notifications when that new episode goes up. And please share with those around you. Now, before we get into this word, if you're like me and you take notes, this is the time to grab your pen and your paper, and most importantly, your Bibles, because we're about to get started. So if you're ready now, the title of today's message is Who Put This Here? And this is going to be something that I think is going to be transformational. So I pray that you stay with me. Um, So let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for life, health, and strength. We thank you for being so good to us. We thank you, God. We thank you for this opportunity, and we welcome you, Holy Spirit, into this place, into this space. Touch every set of ears, every heart, every mind that we are receptive to what you say to us on today. But not only do we receive it, but that we have clarity, understanding, and we get wisdom so that we can apply it to our lives. So that we could be not just the hearer of your word, but the doer. Bless me, O Lord. Speak to me, through me, and for me. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight take control of what I say so that they would hear your voice not mine that you alone would get the glory all these things in your name Jesus we do pray amen so you have a walk into a room um, of course maybe your own room the living room the kitchen whatever it might be whatever room it is in your home and you notice something is put in the wrong place and the first thought is a question who put this here it doesn't belong here and then you move it to its rightful place well that is the same question and action that we are to ask and to take when anxiety and doubt and insecurity and scarcity and guilt and shame and condemnation try to invade our thoughts. Who put this here? So we're going to look at Matthew chapter 13, verse 25. And this is, if you're not familiar with it, this is the parable of the weeds. Now I'm going to read to you from the English Standard Version, but please know that it's not a big jump from the New Living Translation, but I just wanna read this for you because this is so good. And And as it pertains to the spiritual realm, I believe it also pertains to our thoughts. So let's begin. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed 
weeds among the wheat and went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared also. And the servants of the master of the house came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have weeds? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. So the servants said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he said, No, lest in gathering the weeds you uproot You root up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the harvest time, I will tell the reapers, gather the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned. But gather the wheat into my barn. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his holy word. So... While this is, because I want to make sure that I give proper context, while this passage is absolutely talking about the, the, the children of God and the enemy's children in the spiritual realm, right, in, 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 in the earth, right, I still, within myself, like, I felt like, whoa, that's kind of what happens when we get those seeds of doubt the anxiety comes in is that while we're sleeping and here's the thing not a literal sleep right but sometimes while we're so focused on other things that we're not as the bible says sober-minded we're not vigilant we're not aware we're not paying attention Because sometimes we might be doing, you know, comparing ourselves to someone else or we're super duper busying ourselves. And so then comes this flood of thoughts that are in our minds along with what God said. And so they're growing up together because here's the thing. Some of us have heard about the Lord since we were little. But we've also may have had some people speak over us or speak into our lives with negativity, with their insecurities, their fears. And what ended up happening is those things took root just as well as God's word took root and they began to grow up together. And some of our behaviors, some of the way that we treat ourselves or mistreat ourselves or mistreat other people is a direct effect of those negative, ungodly words that were spoken over us manifesting. We're seeing them now in our adulthood. We're seeing them in how we talk to ourselves some of us have so much self-doubt in what God has put down on the inside that we have to stop and ask the question who put this here and when we say who put this here we're not we're not looking for the physical person while we can absolutely trace it back 
to that physical person. But we have to also know that it's not about the carnal. It's about the spirit of the person. And so I thought it was so interesting that that was the scripture that came to mind when I thought about who put this here. And I also thought about Genesis 3.11 when the enemy took the truth and twisted it and like just turned it into straight deception when he was talking to Eve and he was asking her, did God really say that you couldn't eat of any of the fruit in the garden? And sometimes when we're second guessing ourselves, when we're second guessing something God told us to do, we're doing the exact same thing. And guess what? Guess who put that there? And so as we are going along and the world right now, it seems like anxiety is on a high, depression's at a high, a lot of insecurities are showing and, and self-doubt and guilt and condemnation and shame. And guess what? Some of us, we operate in it. While we may not be comfortable with it, we still operate in it and operate from that place and we don't even stop to ask who put this here why don't I believe in my abilities that God gave me now this is not that we talked about last week about confidence right like what's the hold up so we're sitting in these spaces of insecurity and self-doubt when God had already spoken the truth so the wheat and the weeds are growing up together and it's interesting that the Bible says that the farmer didn't want to take all of the weeds out because he knew that accidentally some way the wheat would be pulled out together because they're growing up together so the wheat would be taken up too and I, I don't know I just that kind of made me think of when I've I've heard people say you have to clear your mind So to clear your mind, you're not only going to take out the negative, but you're also going to take out the positive. You're going to take out God's word because you're clearing your mind when you're trying to meditate. But the Bible says to meditate on God's word. It also says to think on things that are above, not things that are on the earth. And so... When I sat and I thought about it, like I was literally having a whole moment, sweating everything. And I stopped and was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What am I doing? Like, where did this come from? Who put this thought here? Who put this anxiety here? It's in the wrong place. It doesn't belong here. Lord, I surrender it to you. 
And I find it so invigorating that we have the word of God to help us to not only find out who put this here, but then we know how to protect ourselves from them doing it again. While we can't reverse what people in our childhood may have said to us and how we might have gotten teased for certain things, we can't take that and remove it. We can't, you know, get rid of it. Once it's said, it's said. But now we can take it and argue with it and say, no, 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 no. But this is the truth. And what was said about me is a lie. It is so vital that we find out who put this here. For the, pro- for the progression of our faith. For us to progress in the kingdom. We have to know the origin of some of these thoughts. Especially to find out that these thoughts are not like Christ. Some of us have been hearing some teachings from people and they're saying things that are not in the Bible. But because it sounds good, we believe it. And then as we're walking along, we're believing these things and we're, we're moving in that. But it's not the right thing. And so then we have to go back and trace, wait a minute, who put this here? And so just like walking into our space in our homes and we're seeing something that somebody put in the wrong place, we have the ability to take those anxious thoughts, to take take that scarcity thinking, the shame, and we can move it to the place that it belongs in, which is in the hands of God and he will uproot it and toss it into the fire so the enemy when he comes in he comes in like a flood that's why sometimes you feel so many different emotions at one time but we have a defense and I don't know about you But I am so grateful that we have a defense. That we can come out of agreement with the harmful words that we have been spoken over us, that have been spoken over us and spoken to us so that we don't have to manifest it in our behavior anymore. We can can put on our full armor. That's what the Bible tells us in Ephesians 6. So when we look at Ephesians 6, 12, it tells us we do not have to stand and wait for the enemy to put the things there. We can defend ourselves against what he's trying to do. So Ephesians 6, 11 says, put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies and tricks of the devil. For we are not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, 
but against the rulers and the authorities of the unseen world, against those mighty powers of darkness who rule this world, and against wicked spirits in the heavenly realms. Use every piece of God's armor to resist the enemy in time of evil, so that after the battle you will still be standing firm. So we get armor. And I don't know if you've been with me for a while or you're just joining, but we've talked about putting on our full armor. This is our defense. This is how we can help ourselves through faith with the full armor of God. We can help ourselves while God is our very present help. We go to him for help. He's given us already the full armor of God. And so when those anxious thoughts try to come, we can stop them by asking the question, does this match with God's word? And Philippians 4, 8 tells us, do not be anxious about anything. But by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. 1 Peter 5, 8 tells us to be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. He's looking for the one who he can plant his seeds in so that he could keep us stuck, stagnant, so that he could destroy us, so that he could devour us. But we have help. Resist him. Firm in your faith, knowing that the same kind of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. So we're not alone, but we do have hope. The enemy is coming for every single one of God's children. And so we got to know Who's putting these feelings and these thoughts? Who's planting the seeds? And he does it when he thinks no one is looking. Like a thief in the night. God will take care of us. He comes for us. But the enemy moves around real shady like a snake because he is the serpent. So we have to make sure that we're not being deceived like Eve was by hearing what we think is the truth and absorbing it, causing us to disobey God. So when he puts those thoughts in, it's important to ask who put them there so that we can discern 
what the truth is. And once we know God's word and we've memorized it and we know the truth, we can fight the enemy with the word of God. We can fight with the truth. So that made me made me reminisce on the 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 moment when Jesus was being led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit to be tempted by the enemy. And while the enemy was throwing the scriptures at the Lord, he was twisting it. And the Lord's response to him was the word of God. And then he tells the devil, get away, go Satan. So the Lord made him flee because once God, the Lord told him that he left. He left, but here's the thing. And as I was reading, I was like, whoa, how did I ever miss this? But the devil says that he left and until an opportune time. So he's waiting for the opportunity to plant seeds of doubt. So God told you to start the business. The enemy comes in and starts to plant seeds of doubt because he sees an opportunity. But immediately, once those seeds of doubt come in, we can say, whoa, whoa, who put this here? So now, I want us to look at how, aside from surrendering it to God and and asking the Lord for help, I'm going to give us some practical ways. And I'm going to give us some real questions that we need to ask ourselves. So we're going to say, who put this here, right? But we're also going to stop and ask these questions. Is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? Or is it kind? Which is actually an acronym for THINK. Sometimes we just get this rush of feelings and our minds are going 50 miles an hour that we don't even stop and think. And when we take a look at Philippians 4 8 tells us to think on things that are true honorable pure right things that are excellent things that are admirable things that are loving that is what we are to think on so that the enemy doesn't get an opportunity to put anything here And then when we put on the full armor of God, the full armor of God, we can stand our ground. We can resist the enemy. We can resist what he's saying. So Ephesians 6, 18 says, pray at all times and on every occasion in the power of the Holy Spirit, stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all Christians everywhere. Because we are, we are all going through it. 
But we can also ask the Lord to transform and renew our minds so that when he comes with these thoughts or when these thoughts decide that they want to arise and and these feelings want to come back, we can say, Lord, please renew my mind. The Bible says, do not conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. By the renewing of your mind. We get to have a renewed mind. We don't have to stay in that type of thinking. Once we know who put this here, now we can say, okay, it's time to get this uprooted and out of here because it doesn't belong here let's put it in its rightful place because God wants us to think on things above God doesn't want us anxious he doesn't want us feeling less than because we are the apple of his eye we are his masterpiece we are his children we are a royal priesthood a holy nation we are the chosen ones but the enemy hates that and so we have to know that the Lord has better in store for us he doesn't want us worrying about things that we one can't control two that we have been equipped to do God says I've given you I'm going to give you everything you need to do what it is that I've willed you to do. And so if we don't copy what the world is doing and we stay faithful and we ask, who put this here? We ask the Lord for discernment and we ask him to renew our minds. We can withstand the tricks of the enemy because he's got these fiery darts coming at us but we've got the shield of faith we've got the helmet of salvation we've got the belt of truth we've got the breastplate of righteousness keeping us safe from the arrows so as we go forward when those feelings and those thoughts try to take over Stop and ask, who put this here? Is it true? Is it help, inspiring, necessary? Is it kind? Is it loving? And if it's not, ask the Lord to uproot it and send it to the pits of hell where it belongs. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you as it has blessed me because it's so important that we take captive the thoughts and make them obedient to Christ. That we just don't let them run wild like wild horses and drag us everywhere it's going, right? Everywhere our thoughts go, our body drags with it, right? That's what the Bible says, so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So whatever we're thinking, we end up believing 
and then it comes out of our mouths and then those words have power and then we tend to follow where our thoughts are going our body feels it and it's so important that we get a handle and know where it came from so that we can know that we have to get rid of it we get discernment let us pray Father we thank you so much that you have given us protection that you allow us to discern where some of the thoughts that we think are coming from that as our present help you help us to stand firm in your word and we thank you for your word and your word that became flesh and we thank you for transforming us and we ask that you would renew our minds that you would uproot every harmful negative evil thought that has been placed every seed that is against your word that has been placed in our minds and in our hearts remove it god cast it into the sea cast it into the fire never to return again father bless each and every one of us help us to stay close to you to draw near to you and that you would draw near to us we thank you for this word we thank you for the instructions and the corrections and the reproof we thank you and we bless your holy name all these things lord we ask in your name amen i love you and you cannot change that now be blessed and more importantly be a blessing see ya